it's not so much the case that God has a mission for his church in the world, but that God is a church for his mission in the world. Mission was not made for the church. The church was made for mission, God's mission. The church was made for mission. In these next few weeks, we'll look at the book of Acts and find the, the ways God has built us for mission. He's calling us to pursue his mission in the world. All the building blocks for the church are contained in our passage. And throughout the book of Acts, we'll see, see them come up again. And we're going to look at community, at wonder, generosity, hospitality, prayer, teaching, and Holy Spirit. And each week we'll discover one of these building blocks in the unfolding of the book of Acts and be encouraged to, the, to, to practice those practices it is calling us into. And so today we're going to look at how the Holy Spirit filled the believers and empowered and compelled them to live together in faithful love of God and each other. Acts 2, verse 42 to 47. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Dear friends of God, one of the building blocks of the church that God is building is community. And we see it in our passage. They devoted themselves to fellowship. And they were together and had everything in common. When the Holy Spirit comes among us, he gathers us. The Holy Spirit fills believers and that new power in their lives compels them to live together in faithful love of God and each other. And many of us have read this passage and, and we say, I want that. I, I want that coming together. I want to be part of the church like that. We, we love how the, the Holy Spirit is, is drawing people and joining them into the church. That, and we're, we're a diverse people. We're, we're from all over the world. We, are, we speak different languages and, and we... You know, we come from different faith traditions, and, and we're here. And, and those Christians started sharing their lives with each other, visiting in their homes and sharing meals and learning to live new lives in light of the gospel. And because of the cross and resurrection, because of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, now these people were brothers and sisters with each other. They belonged to each other. They did life together because of the gospel. And this common life transformed relationships. There was reconciliation. There was peace. There was grace. And we are looking for that. And, and sometimes over the centuries, our desire for, for this community has led to all kinds of different f formations uh, of gatherings of, of people. You know, some that we would not seek out. Over the years, there have been abuses of, of this, and it's led to you know, cults uh, led by charismatic leaders 
and have people so enmeshed with each other they can't think for themselves. Hard no on that. And over the years, we've had monastic communities who have based, been based on a common, common life, calling for oaths of celibacy and poverty and, and sharing of property. Only a few people are actually called to that. Probably not many of us. And recently, Christians have been developing um, intentional communities that are, you know, how, or co-housing communities in which people agree to a common life together based upon certain rules, certain practices. We might join something like that, especially in light of the, the housing crisis that's going on. Um, that might be something that can be an answer to some of the housing issues. But while we, we shouldn't or wouldn't or might seek out any of those communities, we have sought out to being part of this church. Here we are. And, and, and we want a common life together. You know, we, we, we want to have, uh, or we want to follow the Spirit who's, who's gathering us in this place. The Spirit compels us to be together in faithful love. We're formed into the church, which is a community of believers who have a common life, a life together in Christ. And it gathers us and leads us to do life together. So we are living in this common life as community CRC. I mean, community is in our, in our name. I mean, this, here we are. This, this passage just preaches itself here. When we changed our name from First CRC of Kitchener, we had a renewed vision of our church being a community. We are not individual believers who gather in one place. We are a community of believers. There is an us here. And, and how do we live together? That, that's, that's a question we asked ourselves, and, and we came up with an answer. We, we placed members and attenders and anybody who's interested in being part of us into 12 geographic communities. We were, we were very creative in, in naming these communities. <laughs> community one, community two, three. Uh, and then we started out with 14, and we, we merged two of them. So 13 and 14, it's like, where's, you know, where's 10 and, and 12? Like, we don't know where they are. But 13 and 14, they, they wanted to keep their names. So there you go. And on the bulletin board, you can see the story of where, where these communities are, um, who leads them. Each of them is led by an elder and a deacon with the participation of a youth elder. And they're made up of about 40, 60 people, multi-generational, open to new members as God places them among us. And about two years ago, this church called me to be pastor of communities and mission. So here I am. This church had a vision, and they wanted some help in implementing this vision. So that's, that's my work and we, we can implement that robust vision of a community. And, and, and I love that vision. I, it drew me to this place, that it, this church would have this vision. This, this is unique, um, the way this works. And, and I wanted to be part of that because I, I think it's a fantastic way of being church together. I, I think, you know, there, there's, 
there's some itching points that need to be scratched, but you know, by and large, it's, it's amazing. And, and I loved how people were so engaged with it as I came here. Communities are a big part of who we are. Everybody, I think, knows who, which community you're part of. And, and in the bulletin, when there's a prayer thing, there's brackets and there's a number. That's what community you're part of. So pray, you know, if, if you see a prayer request and it says six and you're in number six, well, then there puts a special onus on you to be part of, of that community and pray for that person. Um, and, and community members know who their leaders are. And they actually live into this vision of, of church life. And, and lately, Jody and I have been invited to a lot of potlucks. <laughs> uh, I've probably met you uh, on, in these potlucks. Because um, what I've been doing is going to each community and, and telling those, them the story of, of who they are and, and what, what, what these communities can be. And, you know, we take a lot of good nature jabs about looking for free meals. But, um, you know, we go at the invitation of, of the elder and the deacon and tell that vision. And we're going to Community 13 this afternoon, or the, after the service. So that's... Um, and we haven't figured out who the winner is yet with the best food. So it's all good. It's all good. But what I tell them is that there are four pillars for communities. And Community 13, you're going to review this later on when I tell you about this, but not, not all of it. So, um, okay, there are, four com there are four pillars. There's fellowship, there's care, there's discipleship, and there's mission. Fellowship arises out of our passage. They devoted themselves to fellowship. Koinonia is the word. You might have heard that before, that Greek word of, of togetherness, of commonness, of, of being one with each other. Um, care. <clears throat> the, the disciples helped each other with what they needed. They sold property, they got the money, and then they helped others with, with what they needed. They, you know, they did that. Discipleship. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. So they, they had God's word squarely in the middle of, of their community. And when you place God's word in the middle of a circle of people, and they listen to it, and they talk about it, things happen, and lives change, and, and life gets better. And mission. They lived their lives in front of the world as God's new community, following the servant way of Jesus, and the Lord added to their numbers. They, they grew. They, they became an influence in the world for Christ. So fellowship among us, it focuses on opening our hearts and homes to each other, sometimes for a potluck or a barbecue or a walk or a backyard movie. It means accepting each other and, and respecting the diversity of faith and people. Some of us are new to the faith. Some of us are mature Christians. Some of us have doubts and, and are, are struggling with faith. And some of us are pretty rock solid. And, and some of us have come from various church backgrounds or ethnic backgrounds or education levels or other distinguishing features about us. And we respect these things about us. And we want to create a place of belonging. You are us. Those famous words spoken by the... Uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand, they are us. People, you know, we, we, we accept each other. 
We practice hospitality. We make space for each other. This is how we welcome new members and new attenders in our church. And care. Expressing the encouragement and care of Christ for each other. It means visiting, listening, prayer for each other. When people are sick or recovering from surgery or just had a baby, we organize meal trains for them, which is wonderful. I, I visit people and they say, oh man, the church has brought me so many meals. It's great. My freezer's full and I just feel the love. I feel the care of this community. And the deacons have, have made a whole bunch of meals that are in the freezer in, in, in the kitchen. And people can take those whenever they need it and bring them. So you don't even have to cook. The, the deacons have cooked for you. Discipleship focuses on centering our lives on Christ and God's larger story of renewal, discerning Christ's presence and call in and for our lives and encouraging each other on our journey of faith. So that's Bible study, that's prayer groups, that's accountability, holding each other accountable for certain practices. You know, hey, ask me about whether I prayed last week or ask me about, you know, whether I changed that practice around. You know, so some kinds of accountability for discipleship. And then mission focuses on joining the Holy Spirit and helping our area thrive and experience God's peace. It, there's a focus on being good neighbors. Just the people around you and the eight, the eight homes around your house or, or the eight apartments that are on your floor. How, how can you be a good, a, a, a good person in, in there, because, you know, God's works of righteousness are goodness. And how can I express that goodness and being a good neighbor? We're focusing on local ministry partnerships. We're encouraging each community to join what God is doing in your area in various ministries and Christian organizations. So Community 7 is helping Laurier University with the distribution of food uh, to students in need who are, who are vulnerable. And they're... You know, they're helping with that in Community 7. Community 3 is looking to help in the food bank that services their area. And Community 6 is looking for ways to help a local Stanley Park Eats program, which provides fresh meals once a week to neighbors in need. So we focus on the, the servant way of Jesus. And, and how can we be a help? How can we help you? How can we serve the, the vulnerable people in our neighborhood? And our church... Is, is a large church. Oh, hang on. Our, our church is a large church, one of the largest CRCs in Canada, by the way. And, and we're a regional church, and members come from this wide area. And, and with members coming from that wide area, from Guelph to Stratford, from Elora to Innerkip, how are we going to do life together when we're so many and live so far away from each other? By creating communities by creating these medium-sized groups where we belong, where we care, where we disciple, where we serve. And so our vision for communities is this. A community is a local gathering of CRC, CCRC members and attenders in a specific area of Kitchener-Waterloo who belong together, who care for each other, who share their faith together and serve together for the good of their neighborhoods. Or to make it more personal, your community the people in your community can be the people you have fun and share food with. You trust to offer prayer and presence as you face challenges and changes, who help you grow in faith, and who share and shape your heart for service. That's how God is building us. 
That's how God is building community at Community Christian Reformed Church, living a common Christian life together. And now I wonder, is there something about that vision that gives joy in your heart, that compels you? Is there something in that church that, that sparks your imagination, that makes your heart sing? Do you sense that the, the Holy Spirit is compelling you to be part of that church in that way, living the gospel locally? And what would you give to help accomplish what God is building here? Because now is a time of regathering. We are regrouping. We're getting back to normal. When I got here, we were wearing masks and like we had people scattered all over the place. They told me it was a big church. I didn't see a big church. And everybody I met had a mask on. And then the mask came off and I went, oh my goodness, that's who you are. It's hard to recognize people. And then slowly we're gathering back. And it, it, you know, it is, um, it, it's been a journey we've been on. Um, it's been, COVID has been a real challenge for us. As, as one of our elders put it, COVID's been a community killer. Uh, we did our best during that time, and now we're, at, we're learning to live better with COVID, and we've had a chance to reimagine and recommit to communities. I, I was at a conference in February in Grand Rapids, and there, there was a workshop about how has COVID affected your church? And there was a, a pastor from Lebanon, there was a pastor from Dallas, Texas, there was a pastor from, from Grand Rapids, and every one of them said, COVID has been hard. People are slow in getting back into the community. They, you know, some, for some Sundays have become personal wellness days, a time to disengage and take care of ourselves, and, and we kind of like that because COVID let us do that. We still belong to the church. We still contribute to the budget and come when we can, but we also like worshiping in our PJs and with coffee in our family rooms. And something about that helps us feel better. And, and well, I, there are, I get that. I, I totally understand that. Yet, I know that the Spirit is building a church that lives a common life together, and we belong together. That means we show up. That means we participate in what the Spirit is building. And, and maybe we were too busy before COVID, and we need to slow down a bit more. And, and COVID may have been a corrective in that regard. And yet, I hope you can discern a pull by the Holy Spirit to be part of the community he's building among us, a place where you belong and help others to belong, a place where you care and, <clears throat> and you, you find care given to you, a place to help others grow in faith and where you Grow in faith. You trust a little bit more. You, you, you learn to seek a little bit harder. A place that shares and encourages your heart of serving others in the name of Christ. And here's another one of my favorite quotes. A favorite quote day that today. It's from Anthony Robinson. <clears throat> it says, but today, um, well, and it connects community and mission because I, you know, I'm pastor community and mission, so it connects the two. But today, the new post-Christendom, post-modern post era is upon us, and the church is once again seeing that mission is not a department, a budget, the activity of a designated mission committee, or the transfer of resources overseas. In this new time, 
Everything the church does is, in some sense, mission. In our secular, religiously pluralistic Western context, every congregation is, at least potentially, a mission outpost, a beachhead of the empire of God in the midst of the empire of the world. Mission is not one of the many programs of the church. The church exists for mission and for the changing and transforming of human beings and human communities in light of the gospel. That's one of my favorites because the church, the church exists for mission. It's focused on the changing and transforming of human beings and human communities. God is building us that way to be that missional community. And you are part of that. That is what we are doing. You have something to share in that. Something else, or someone else has something you have to give. And the world needs the gospel of reconciliation that we embody together. God is building us this way. We are called to be here, called to be this church for the sake of the world. Amen. Let us pray. Oh God, we love the, the passion of those early believers. We love how you called them and we see that vibrancy, that, that love, that desire to be under your word and to be together and to share our lives with others and to be part of what you are creating in this world as your mission goes forward. Lord, as we have a vision of what that is here at Community CRC, help us to live into that mission, help with that vision, and help us to do what we need to do to be part of it. And Lord, as you have that mission to proclaim the gospel, help us to, to live out the gospel and so so grow and in, in love and service. Lord, add to your church. Move us to be faithful followers of Jesus in this way as you build your church. Amen.